We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Show. We are talking Saturday's five game slate at DraftKings. I'm Adam Zedroik, joined by the usual duo, Ryan Belongi at Ryan Belongi, Jordan Cooper at Blender HD. Welcome in, guys. Are we ready for the first Manchester City slate of the season? Real main slate of the season, and also the first five game slate. Uh, I believe it was four games last week. Jordan. Are you ready for the Erling Holland introduction to DFS at DraftKings here? Uh, well, I'm uh, in cash games. Uh, I may be ready for it, uh, depending on how many goals he scores. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be the main thing. Uh, Ryan, you you touched on the beginning of your article. Check that out, rotowire.com. And you just right off the bat, you just started with the. Erling Holland and De Bruyne conversation. And the thing that popped out to me is we currently have Holland at minus 280 odds to score. That's like Lewandowski odds to score in Champions League against, you know, a low-end team. I guess that's even Bundesliga odds to score here. But that seems – I can't remember the last time I saw those kind of odds in, in the Premier League to score. Uh, surprising? I don't know. But – Ryan, just uh, your, your thoughts here on this, on the Erling Holland selection and how popular you think he's going to be in GPPs. Um, yeah. So didn't love city slates before, but now I, I think we're going to like them even less going forward. Um, yeah. I just started my article off talking about Halland and KDB, you know, on the podcast we did, right before the season started, I mentioned, you know, that I pretty much just mindlessly jammed KDB on every slate last year and it worked great. And that is just, it's not going to work this year now that they have Halland. I mean, City have never really had a number nine like this, who's going to score a ton of goals. Um, so yeah, in cash game or in GPPs, he'll be popular. I think you can afford him. There's, there's some value uh, forward at midfield um so yeah he's gonna be popular i mean i don't know that's the these city slates are gonna be annoying trying to trying to choose but uh the rest of the slate i like so um 
So yeah. I noticed you said Haaland. Are we doing Haaland or are we doing Holland? What, oh, Holland. Ho- what, whatever. Oh. I mean, I say tons of names wrong. I, I, we're just going back to that. We had the long discussion of Cancelo and Cancelo and Cancelo last year. So, Holland. Okay. okay. All right, but yeah, looking at the odds here, implied goal total, Manchester City, 2.77, much higher than anyone else. And they also have clean sheet odds, near 60%. Arsenal are home against Leicester City. Their implied total is at two, and then everyone else is kind of... Actually, the one thing, thing, thing that stands out here is we got all the five home teams are favored, so that is pretty interesting. Uh, but Southampton home against Leeds, Wolverhampton home against Fulham, Brighton home against Newcastle. So Jordan, looking through the forward list, we got Holland, and is is this a dinky do slate? I guess if you do Holland, are you just going all the way down? Is that what we're doing here? Uh, I, I'm not. I don't think you play Holland in cash games. Okay, I, so I guess that's the first question. No Holland. I, in I games. think forward is a forward is is ulcer ulcer. Level. I think it's a I think it's a true dinky do slate, Jordan. Like the your favorite, the true dinky. I'm, I'm not Maybe sure. Maybe not the true, true but like whatever Gibbs White is, and then someone below him. Right. I could like, I could see if you don't play Holland. The, the problem, the problem with this, first off, at eleven thousand, Holland pretty much needs two to kill you. Yeah. To do heart damage, if he just scores one goal, who cares at eleven thousand? I can make that mm-hmm. up elsewhere. Uh, we mm-hmm. got midfielders to play. We got deep defenders to play. So I like the utility spot. Like I. If I could only play, if I could play no forwards this late, it would be great, right? But you got to play two. I'd rather just play one even, but I even don't even like playing one. So like to spend eleven thousand on Holland, just like you you you'd need two goals in order for that to be worth it. But then underneath him, you got guys like Pascal Gross and Bakayu Saka at ninety seven hundred and ninety three hundred. They have higher, I would theoretical floors. But they're also expensive. They they lead you to very similar constructions that you'd make with Holland anyway. So I don't think you're gain you're gaining much. You're 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 gaining a little bit of of floor safety. But Holland is minus two seventy to score. So like, if you're gonna play Gross or Saka, might as well just find the money and play Holland at that point. So that's why like I'm knocking out guys like Gross, Saka, uh, uh, Gabriel Jesus at nine thousand for Arsenal. Like in even guys like Podence, the 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 highest I'd go, maybe Phil Foden at eight thousand. But I think you're pretty much you're kind of playing Foden for a, a goal assist chances created at that price anyway. So it's not what's the difference between his floor, other than being in a great spot home against Bournemouth, uh, and guys that are that are underneath. That's why like going down to like if if Matinho is out, which it looks like he will be. Uh, I don't mind playing more uh, Gibbs White at 6,600. I mean, it's not sexy or anything, but it is a positive matchup home against Fulham. You know, you have to expect the Wolves will probably get a, a decent amount of set pieces. And if he's splitting with Neto, uh, and Neto on this slate is midfield only. So like Neto would be like, okay, where's Neto? There's my forward spot. You can't do that. And uh, like Neto's, a lot of Neto's value comes in the fact that he fills a forward spot him just at midfielder isn't nearly as valuable as price. His price is what? 8,200. Yeah. That, that ain't happening when Ward Prowse is 700 more. Uh, so yeah. So like I, I see like Gibbs white. I see 
I mean, I guess you could get away with like the Newcastle guys, St. Maximin or Almiron, but but I'm looking down. I'm like Rodrigo. I mean, I mean, I prefer Rodrigo over Bamford, but Bamford has better goal scoring odds. Uh, do you go Adam Armstrong or Joe Rebo <laughs> if he's in? Uh, yeah. Um, I think that was a yeah really good breakdown. I agree with pretty much all of it. Yeah, I think you know, I think you just go with a Southampton guy. I mean, those other guys that you, you, you hear my fine. voice, like I'm not thrilled about any of this. <laughs> no, but 4,500 is a good is a good price, and it's the same for the same as Gibbs White. Both Southampton and Wolves are home favorites, so I think that pushes those guys just over the top a bit. So. It, uh, yeah, I think I could see Pascal Gross like being sort of popular in cash. I don't know. I never really pay attention too much, but I that I just think seems too expensive though. Ninety seven. He seems too expensive to me, but I think people still like him at home, and he scored two goals last week. That's I don't know. Nuts. I prefer, That's nuts. I prefer Saka, but yeah, I, I would. Yeah, no, I would start with Gibbs White and then someone below him for cash. I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to hear Jordan who you're going to then who you're going to play in the flex. Uh, uh, when, when we get there, I mean for for cash. Get there, it, 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 I, depending on your I mean, construction, uh, probably maybe a midfielder. Yeah, that's what I had. Yeah, yeah. So is anything going into your thoughts here that Holland should probably be like 12K because he's minus 280 to score? Does this play into anything here? Um, it's all in the relation to the slate. I think okay. it's not like we have like underpriced people everywhere where he's like I in think, comparison I think to the Southampton are underpriced technically. Yeah, I think you're right. Southampton, Southampton are technically a little underpriced. I yep. think uh, Arsenal is around properly priced. I mean, I mean, Man City is it's 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 weird to say on this slate that Man City are what 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 exactly are they? They they are a they have a two point seven three implied goal total with a ninety percent win odds and a sixty two percent clean sheet chance, and I don't consider any of their players to be priorities. Yeah, yeah, same. Like, it's crazy. like I, I want to play, I want to play them, but. Based on construction and price and the way that they production gets spread out amongst them, I couldn't nail that. It's weird to say that I think it's weird to say the one that I'm more likely to prioritize is actually Joe Cancelo yeah. than Kevin De Bruyne when we get to it. But I'm like, like, I don't think you need to play Foden or Holland. I And I even think in GPPs, I think Foden and Holland are going to be very popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It's crazy when, yeah, you look at those odds for City, and I didn't, I don't think you need any of those guys for cash or any of the City players for cash either. Uh, the guys I was considering most would be probably Ederson and then Cancelo. Uh, yeah, but so, so then I was thinking the reason I was asking about flex is because I was ending up with, you know, let's say Pedro Neto there or some high priced midfielder, but that's not too far away from, from Holland. So like it's, you know, you can make a quick one V one to get there too. It's, I don't know. It's, it was something to think about at least. Uh, like, so if you did, that... like if you didn't pay up for Ederson, if I didn't pay up for Ederson, I could like get to Holland at, 
at flex instead of like a netto. It's so it's well, I, th- I think based on my blocking strategy for at least cash games, I think if you're not playing Holland, I think you prior you're more likely to play Ederson. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I do too. And I think it makes sense. Yeah, I, I think you should play Ederson if you're if you're not playing Holland. If Morris starts over like a Graylish or something, does that change any thought process here? Maybe actually, yeah. I mean, he'd probably be on penalties and definitely would take half the sets. Ah, ninety two hundred's like a pretty decent price. He's better than Gross, and you know he probably has a higher floor than Saka. At least mm-hmm. most people think so. So yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, you could probably get you could probably go to Mares. If Mara, okay, here's a question: If Mares starts, do you play Mares and don't play KDB? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you can play KDB. I mean, I just because I I know I don't want to overreact to one game, but four players took set pieces last week and he didn't take any. I mean, I know that's happened before and then he jumps back on him on him, but well, the thing in the past was that yeah. it didn't the Man City set pieces don't really matter. Like you're right. playing you're playing them for the upside. There were yeah, there was another thing in the past too and it, it'll be interesting to see what happens this season, but when they didn't have Holland De Bruyne was like playing a false nine a lot of times. Yeah. And even if he didn't start there, would end up there. And I mean, he was just, he's scoring bags of goals. So I, I don't know if that's going to happen anymore with, with Holland in there. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Two shots last match, no shots on goal. Um, for cash games. I don't know if we mentioned Jolinton. Someone's asking about it in the chat. I know Ryan, you mentioned it in your article uh, at Brighton. We'll see how that goes, but yeah, I mean, are you looking at Jolinton at all? Or yeah, well, I said the Newcastle guys, so I'm like St. Maximin, Jolinton, Almiron. I mean, obviously, ASM has, I think, uh, more upside, right? Of course, he's a little bit more expensive, but like none, all the guys that I mentioned, like I don't, it's mix and match. It's whatever, whatever fits. I'm, I'm. Yeah, that's um, why it's like like Rodrigo. I mean, like the deep. Just, Do you guys think the Newcastle guys are going to be over-rostered on this slate just because of what happened last match? Uh, probably not. Nobody really likes to roster them anyways. Okay. Um, but as far as just as far as Joe Linton, it's weird to say, but like of all the forwards, 6K and under, like he probably has he might have the highest floor i don't know and it's really just down to the fact that he well, plays that's what i'm that's kind of what i'm getting at but i mean last season like in this midfield role like at times he had floors of like three points five points like we're, we're basing this off of what he did last match but i mean well not just last match i mean he was they were they were they were down a goal they had to right didn't they have to the no they forward? no they dominated not oh, four. Dom- so yeah, yeah i don't know yeah Anyways, I mean, Joe Linton's fine. He he could have had a huge game last week. I mean, he scored 20 points, but he probably should have scored. I mean, he made he made a sick run, like beat a few guys on the dribble, got into the box, and just shot wide. But, yeah, and he, he's fine if you want to go there. I don't really love that game. I mean, it has the lowest total. I like the Southampton spot much better, so I'll, I'll look there first, but. I think there's clear there's a clear GPP direction on this slate. It's, yeah, okay, that's here. That the clear is to play Arsenal, Saka oh. and and Jesus. I mean, for their prices, they're 
They're the second biggest favorite on the slate, but obviously nowhere close to Man City. Like who's play, who's playing soccer and and, and Jesus and Martinelli? Who's who's playing these guys for these? When you can play Foden oh, yeah. and you can play the, the the Man City guys for about the same price. Like let's say Man City, it's one nothing and. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm I'm playing them definitely. I've made four four lineups, just like dummy lineups, and I have multiple Arsenal players in a couple of them. Definitely agree. If we're talking still cheaper forwards, uh, Miguel Almiron is still pretty cheap at forty seven hundred. Uh, I mean, just going at the the Newcastle players there, but in terms of Southampton. It seems like, so the new guys, Joe Aribo, it seems like, you know, he's more likely if it's Aribo and Armstrong up front. Again, uh, it seems like Armstrong, Adam Armstrong is in the same position as he was last season where, uh, you know, he went 45 minutes in the opener and it's just not like happening for him in the league right now. So I guess Adam Armstrong was was what I mentioned last week, but I, I would take Aribo over Armstrong. Uh, we, I mean, we could even see like a Shea Adams comes in or a Stuart Armstrong plays up front. So something to keep an eye on. Um, De Cordova Reed also Fulham there, 4,400. He's, he's a winger who Fulham aren't that deep of a team. So he's a guy who should see at least 80 minutes there. So anything else pop up to you guys at, at forward here? No, uh, but I didn't mean to, like... to, I didn't mean to cut that Arsenal conversation off so oh, quick. Okay. No, you, uh, you you got any takes on that Arsenal Leicester game, uh, Adam? Because I do. Um, well, Leicester kind of screwed me last week uh, by not winning against Brentford. They allowed those two goals in the second half. Uh, I mean, overall, that match was was more defensive than the two two appeared. So I think that one is kind of kind of stands out. But I do like Arsenal in the spot. Um, I, I'm just kind of tentative on what we're going to get out of Leicester. Uh, they just had those moments where, you know, they allowed those goals uh, to Brentford last weekend. But, I mean, on the surface right here, you look at the odds and everything, it just seems like a spot where Arsenal should win this match, should get a couple goals. Uh, so I, I do like the Arsenal play, though. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, you know, I've been in the, in, in the recent past, anytime I've been overly bullish on Arsenal, uh, it, it's tended to backfire, but I finally think it, you know, I think it's the new team now, you know, they're much better with, with Jesus and, and Zinchenko and, and that midfield, I think they're going to finish top four. I think, I mean, I was really impressed with the first 20 minutes against palace. They sort of hung on at the end, you know, it was nervy. And Palace actually uh, led possession for the second half. But that happens. Yeah, I think Leicester's in trouble here. I think multiple goals goals from Arsenal. I think Arsenal win by multiple goals. Um, I think, yeah, I think they're going to surprise, surprise some people this season with how good they are and how good Arteta is. I remember when we thought, or not, I didn't think, but <laughs> you guys... Uh, you guys predicted Arteta as the first manager to get sacked. No, not you guys, but somebody, uh, I saw that podcast you host, Adam. It was Chris. It was Chris. Um, I'll say it right now. It was not me. Um, but yeah, anyway, so yeah, I love Arsenal and I agree with Jordan. Uh, no one's going to pay these nine K prices for these guys. And so, yeah, it makes a ton of sense for, for tournaments. 
Um, you mentioned He Chan in your article. I feel like we should mention him. He's 5,800 Wolves forward uh, against Fulham. So, you know, that deserves a mention right there. Um, anything else pop out and forward? Uh, Callum Wilson, Danny Welbeck. I mean, that's a match with the lowest implied total. So it's really you're, you're just hoping for a goal from those guys in a match with an implied total around 2.5. So, you know, it's just GPP trying to – Trying to hope for the best situation, but not really an overly popular cash option there. So yeah, I wrote uh, about anything. I wrote about he, he Chan because mm -hmm. he's cheap and because Neto and Gibbs White will be relatively popular options, and it would make sense to pair them with He Chan. Just people don't like playing He, he Chan. He, he'll he'll be under owned, and I mean he's playing center forward, so he can definitely score. I actually think everyone in this Southampton Leeds match is underpriced because it's not like Southampton uh, are that great of a defensive team and Hasn Huddle is still trying to figure out his his formations and everything every match, it seems like, even though there's only been one match. But it just seems like those guys are, are also underpriced. Like even Harriet, once we get to midfield here, you look at that. But even uh, Jordan mentioned Rodrigo and Bamford, like, 5,200, 5,300, that's not terrible. I mean, you see Bamford right here, plus 155 to score, which is, what, sixth best on the slate? It's That's better odds than Saka to score. So I think that's pretty uh, pretty cheap there for just if you're looking for goals even. But Yeah, they're slightly underpriced. I agree. Uh, midfielder, you guys are off at De Bruyne. Is, is that what's going on? So in cash I'm not, games, I'm not are saying we... that I'm off. I'm not okay. off. Jordan, I'm just yeah. questioning whether or not you need like I feel Brian would you would you agree with me I feel that from a floor from a peripheral perspective James Ward Prowse I feel has a more normal the best way to put it has a more normal distribution of outcomes than Kevin De Bruyne unless Kevin De Bruyne is like on a monopoly of set pieces that I'd almost rather play Ward Prowse first. And if I could get Ward Prowse and De Bruyne in great, but if I can't, then so be it. it, it am, am I, am, it, that's why I said it's like, it's weird. Man City are humongous favorites. And I'm like, well, how am I not playing Holland and De Bruyne in my lineup? Yeah. Uh, why aren't I, I'm playing Ward Prowse and Gibbs White instead <laughs> i know right? i know it's yeah, it's very weird but yeah i agree i think that's the right way to put it too more normal distribution and yeah like i agree i think ward prowse is is the first one in for cash games yeah he's the safest and it's a very high floor and then you look at it and it's like well last year city against a you know a, a promoted team I would always play De Bruyne over Ward Prowse for for a thousand more for for only a thousand more. But yeah, no, not. I'm with you. I think Ward Prowse. Yeah, that salary. You know, he could be 10k. Home against Leeds is a good spot, and he's got a monopoly of sets. And there's just too many unknowns with K KDB. Um, so yeah, I'm with you. So if we don't go KDB, if you don't go KDB. Uh, you go Ward Prowse. There are still other options to look at. Uh, Ryan probably not going to be using James Madison based off his thoughts on that matchups. But James Madison, ninety five hundred at Arsenal, pretty 
pretty expensive for being the second biggest underdog on the slate. But again, that's all set pieces. And then we just go down Jack Harrison, as I mentioned before, 7,800. I guess Pedro Neto, 8,200 is in there as well. Those guys stand out. And we got Grealish here, 6,900. Fairly cheap for a Man City guy. But as we saw last season, he did not score a lot of goals last season. Uh, so there, you got that. Uh, Martin Odegaard, uh, Ryan used him in some of his uh, King of the Pitch lineups last season. I, I assume he's going to be using him on this slate because he's not going to be popular. No one's going to look at Odegaard in this spot at 7,100. So we got those guys. Jordan, uh, for cash games, What does any of those guys stand out in case you're not using KDB? Well, I mean, Ward-Prowse number one. Okay. Right, so Ward-Prowse, yep, yep. In this range... I'd be more inclined. I don't mind Grealish at 6,900 in cash. I mean, to get a piece of, of Man City. I mean, attacking, he'll he probably will take a corner or two. I mean, like, like he'll get peripherals. I mean, like, I I, I don't mind Grealish as a, as a, not a KDB replacement, but like in this range, I'm looking like, do I choose between that or like Gundawan at 5,900? Seems like I'd rather have Grealish for a thousand more. Uh, or then I look at like Brendan Aronson at 6,000 because I think in the long run, uh, Harrison and Aronson are going to be about this should be about the same price player in the mm-hmm. long run. Now, Harrison had a great game last time out. Uh, so I don't mind like these are I don't mind level players because they're in this 6K range where Trippier, Cancelo, Target, like the defenders that I want to play are getting close to this price range. And I'd rather play those defenders than these midfielders, but I still got to fill, fill midfield spots. So like, like I'm, I'm looking at a lineup where I start my midfield with two guys, Ward Prowse and Andres Pereira of Fulham at 4,100. And I just, just give, just give me the, give me the, give me the two men. Like out of anyone on this slate, you have the two monopoly set piece takers, just jam them into my cash lineup and just let let me let me figure everything out from there so I don't have to worry about like like some of some of these other guys whether or not, not they make value. And I don't think Pereira is uh, is as bad as like a Joe Matinho type. Pereira is actually actually somewhat attacking. He plays for a garbage a bad team, but I don't think Wolves is that bad of a matchup at 4100. I think his price we're going to see his price throughout the year be in the mid fives. Right, I'm going to see, probably see him around 56, 5700. So at 4100 in the beginning of the year, I'll I'll take my eight point. Give me my eight points for 4100. Give me my 16 points for 8900 for James Ward-Prowse, and try to run me down. I'll get the the two better defenders that get double digit points, and hopefully Holland doesn't kill me. And even in that type of lineup, you can fit in Kevin De Bruyne if you wanted to, depending on how, exactly what you do, but. Uh, but yeah, I, I, to me, it's Ward Prowse, it's Andres Pereira, and then the third one could be Grealish. The third one could be Aronson. The third one, I mean, the third one could be we. We could talk about some other cheap midfielders also. You could you could pair these guys together. But I, to me, from a cash perspective, I feel the best with with Ward Prowse and Pereira. Yeah, I think it's pretty simple. Like you said, you got mm-hmm. two monopoly set piece takers. And Pereira is too cheap, and Ward-Prowse is probably too cheap, too. So you definitely just start your cash lineups with those two. Um, I, have some yeah, interesting I, pe- I have some interesting people in the cheap range, but... but Me, like, too. Just, you just don't need them. 
Well, you know, right. Well, you, you'll need no. You'll need them in Holland builds. Oh, sure, right. Like if you play per, let's say you go cheap at the, let's say you play the three defender lineup and you pay up twice at forward. Now this is probably not a cash build. Let's say you're playing Holland and Foden, and you're paying up a defender. Like you, you probably need three Pereira plus like two sub five, another four K midfielder, and I think there, there's you could take flyers on some. I, I'm interested. This is probably more for GPPs. But I, I, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world in cash. Is Alexis McAllister at forty nine hundred for Brighton? Or am I crazy? Yeah, for- he's playing central. He's playing like a central midfielder role. He's not even attacking. At least that's what he did last week. Uh, so that's one thing I'd worried about right there. I think it's a little risky. Uh, yeah, I think it's a little too risky. I, I too get risky. it, but yeah. He's been more defensive, and he was more defensive last week. Gross he was more defensive been... than Adam Lallana last week. I looked at yeah, the heat and, maps. Like, and, gross, back. and they moved Gross up a, right. as well, so it's weird. Okay, well, scratch that then. <laughs> if you, if but we're I know looking... what you're, you're not. I mean, From a long-term are... perspective, you like Alexis McAllister in a favored matchup at 4,900. Yeah. Well, why I mean, the hell I, not? I think he took their last penalty kick too, but you know, it really depends on – whether he's playing defensive or more attacking like, like he did last year. But yeah, I think, I mean, you, you, anyone else, like, I think there's how about, a, how about Romeo Labia on, on uh, South. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you oh. brought up. Oh, Romeo everyone's Labia. on Lavia. Jeez. All right. <laughs> I mean, okay. So apart from DFS, this Romeo Lavia is 18. Uh, they signed him from Manchester city. Uh, last week against top, he's a defensive midfielder though. So I don't like, he's not going to be a, I, yeah, I but, think... but Ryan also realized that Romeo is, if he's still in the lineup, I mean, Romeo is more of a attack. Right. Def- it gives Lavi a little bit more freedom. Yeah. So you, these are, this is, ever, this is exactly what I've been thinking of too. And you're right. And so Ward Prowse is in there too, who, who, has been a deeper lying defensive player too. So which one of one of those three is going to benefit from getting forward more than they would or more than they did last year? I totally agree. Um, but I watched Lavia for the first time play 90 minutes against Spurs last week, and man, he was impressive. I mean, it's part of the reason why I like Southampton even more this week. Um, you know, so I look at they're already underpriced. And they have new players like Lavia and Aribo in there. So maybe if, you know, I'm correct, then they're better than the public thinks. And they're a little bit better than the market thinks. And maybe these guys are even a little bit better plays. So, yeah, it just it makes me like Southampton. And, yeah, you, you can go there for cash. I mean, what is he, 3,300? 3,300, I mean, right. Seven and a half against Spurs, and he looked great. So, yeah, why, why not? I'm just going to plug in Pereira and... Uh, Lavia into my midfield and then and then we got room for uh gross and holland at forward so i'm all set right there <laughs> yeah you know there's i don't know <laughs> you could do that um <laughs> i wouldn't do it in cash um but yeah there's a there's a few cheap guys that you could take a chance on i think uh the arsenal uh, before, the arsenal guys go are- further uh, I mentioned this to Ryan before the show, but Danny, Daniel James is back from a suspension for Leeds. 
He did not play last week, but uh, Jesse Marsh basically said he's like our first sub off the bench. He's going to he's going to be a sub in this first game back. He played with the U21s or something last week, so he's fit. So if you're looking at Harrison, if you're looking at Aronson, we'll see how that turns out. It's assumed that Aronson's going to be the first one off between the two. Uh, We'll see James play on the left and right hand side last season. But this is a situation where like Daniel James on the bench. However, matches he played last season, he's going to be coming on for at least 20 minutes, probably, if I had to guess, at a minimum. Uh, so that changes from what happened last week, where Harrison, I think he went a 90, and then Aronson went 80 something. So that's something that uh, throws a little wrench there for the Leeds players. It's it's something. Um, also, but also, also, sorry, th- there's going to be like record temperatures or just like 90 plus degrees on Saturday, which I'm sure you know, Ryan. That also has to come into play for a situation like this where like Aronson basically was tired last week. Um, so just yeah, another it, thought into rostering brutal. these guys who don't play 90. So it's brutal here in London. It's like 95 right now and it feels hotter because yeah, with the sun just beating down, but yeah, anyways, good, good point about, about James. What I will say is he also played center forward last year and he also played Rodrigo's position last year. So, mm. you know, they can get sub too. Like, I, I think I, Rodrigo's going I, off anyway, right? Yeah. Rodrigo, I, I just yeah. mean, like, it's not mm-hmm. something that I'd look at too much just because, again, you're, you're playing. You're just guessing. Well, you're just guessing. And again, like 75, 80 minutes isn't even the worst thing in tournaments. I mean, you're, you're, you're playing these guys to score goals. I mean, guys score a goal and an assist, you know, at, in the first half. So, I mean, you don't, you don't want to let that factor in too much for tournaments at least yeah yeah uh otherwise at midfield as i said a chance Stuart armstrong starts at something to keep an eye on uh probably any thoughts of dewsbury hall here five thousand seems like a stretch there at arsenal uh something i it always seems like i come keep coming back to ruben neves for some reason even though it doesn't make any sense but he seems to get you know a couple shots every game he, get, he gets he kind of gets forward here and there. Um, he's home against Fulham. It, it's something maybe if, if you want to go where no one else will at 4,600. Uh, Solly March playing on the wing for Brighton. Uh, I mean, his numbers didn't look that great last match, but 4,400. Anything else pop up to you guys uh, in this range here? Mm-hmm. I like Dewsbury Hall as a player, but I'm not playing any Leicester players uh, against Arsenal. But yeah, Dewsbury Hall played in a more attacking role last week and scored a goal. But no, not in this spot. Ruben Neves, yeah, sure. Because I think, you know, yeah, like you you might have some other Wolves guys to pair him with. But he, he comes up with goals throughout the season in all different ways. And I think, I think he's taking penalties with no Jimenez. You know, that would be my guess. I, I, I'd have to check. I'd have to check. Yeah. But he definitely took some last season. Yeah. Uh, it might be Neto, but I guess we don't Yeah, really you never know with, with Neto back, right? Yeah. <clears throat> um, so we mentioned Mark Roca last se- last week. I, I'm just seeing now Tyler Adams, 3,100. There we go. Uh, if you don't want to go with the with the Lavia route that everyone else is going, Tyler Adams, defensive midfield. There you go. No, Mark thanks. Roca. <laughs> All right, uh, Philip Billing, no, and not at Manchester City. But, yeah, it's uh, – as you guys mentioned, it, it's pretty, in cash games, it's JWP, it's Pereira. That's pretty simple, and then kind of go from there. But 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Defender, I don't think it's as simple as that. It's not as simple as last week, even though we have Newcastle here. But uh, Cancelo, 6,500. Trippier, 6,200. Target, 5,500. I know my thoughts on this, but are you guys on the target or the not the target, but the Newcastle fullbacks in this spot? Uh, Jordan, are you going with them in cash games this week? I think I'm more likely to play Cancelo with one of them. Okay. Right. I think I'm more likely to do that. Or you can play Bolton, Newcastle fullbacks. I think a defender, and you don't have to play. If I had my choice, I'd want to play all three of them. Yes. If I had my choice, if salary wasn't in a position, wasn't an issue and everything. But I don't think, I don't think any of them are like must musts. I think you should play at least one of those three. Okay. At minimum, one of those three. But I think Johnny at 4,400 is passable. I think the Southampton wingbacks now, Walker Peters and Perot, I prefer Walker Peters, are passable also for a little bit cheaper. Uh, And then if you want to punt, I think the better punts are just playing Ake or Diaz, playing the Man City center backs rather than anything else underneath here. So, like, to me, that's how I view def- Defender, that if you're building a Holland line, if you're building a Holland-De Bruyne lineup, you may not be able to pay up for two Defenders. Uh, so maybe you have to play a Johnny for salary relief or play a Ruben Diaz at central defense or something, or if you're not paying up for Ederson at goalkeeper. It really depends on the construction that you're making. If I'm, if you're doing this, the pseudo-dinky-do, I pretty much don't have to worry about it because I could play 
two out of Cancelo, Trippier, and Target, or even three of them. And and even if I can't afford a third one, maybe I play a Kyle Walker Peters in my in my utility or a Johnny or something like that. But I almost feel like like once I get past those top three, I'd rather just have like Ro- Romeo Lavi in my utility spot and then find a way to spend money elsewhere. Uh, based on my constructions, it's more likely that I'm going to be playing. I'm going to be playing two or three of these, uh, three of these guys. If, if not all of them. Are you doing three, three defenders, Ryan, again, or are you doing something else in utility? Yeah, no, not for tournaments, not for tournaments this week. Um, and I agree with Jordan in that I'm probably most of my lineups will probably only have one of them. Um, I know that's a little bit of a change for me. I, I like to jam these defenders with set pieces, but I'm not in love with this spot for Newcastle. And these are guys that, you know, rely a lot on set pieces. And, you know, it helps when Newcastle is, I guess, more of a, of, of a favorite. Um, so, yeah, like hey. I think you can get 10 points from some other defenders on this slate, but I, I still want one of them. Uh, my pick would be Cancelo for, for the upside. Um, but yeah, I, I think I like Ryan. No, go, go ahead. Uh, I'm, I'm in the same area here. I think, I mean, a lot of people are just going to look at what Trippier and target did last week and, and they're going to see the, uh, the fancy points per game against that. That's on DraftKings, and be like, Oh, let's plug these guys in. Cause Brighton are, are terrible against defenders. But as you know, some people may not, uh, look back at last week when, um, Brighton went up two goals in Manchester United and we're holding on for life for, you know, the second 45 minutes of that match. But uh, you, we can, I also want to pull up these Newcastle stats from the first game in which they dominated Nottingham Forest by a pretty incredible margin. Uh, just Nottingham Forest didn't get anything done. Um, total touches in the box. Newcastle had 52. That was 16 more than any other team last week. Manchester City had 36 touches in the box. And, you know, they, they usually lead that stat pretty much against anyone. But 52 is an almost insane amount to have touches in the box in one match. Newcastle aren't going to do that again. Uh, they're away from home. They're at Brighton. They're underdogs now. It's just not the same situation. So if, like, if, if your first strategy is to, you know, plug in Trippier and target, I think that's an incorrect strategy. So that's, I, I agree with what well, you're for saying. Well, GPPs it would be. And you right. pair for, with Callum Wilson, yeah. like cut the correlation. Yeah, sure. I mean, GPPs, go ahead. Use use your Newcastle guys. No. That's not that's not my Adam, strategy. But even for cash games, I'm not. not yeah, so I, I you know, I agree with you. I agree with some of the stuff you're saying. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't like them, you know, quite as much as normal. But if you're not playing Holland – there's still pretty much no reason not to play two of them in cash games. So uh, at least I, like you just can, I don't know what else you're doing. I so guess two out of the three, not, not two and two. two Newcastle, but the two Newcastle two the three. and Costello, right? Yeah. Two, I think you still play two of the three in cash. If you're not playing Holland, just make, yeah, what if you're doing like a Manchester city, non Holland lineup where it's like De Bruyne and Foden or something like that, or you can't afford, you can't afford, two of them either in that type of build I, I put together a lineup with Foden De Bruyne and Ward Prowse and Cancelo in my line and and you know it's well it's you better lineup. you better make sure Adam Armstrong scores or 
Joe hey, Arriba. we got we got we we got Rebo, we got Pereira, we got Lavia. We mentioned these guys. I don't know. Like I think for cash games, and you know, I'll preface it with as someone who never plays cash, but if you just you just play Gibbs White, Pereira, Ward Prowse, two of those three defenders, and Ederson. There's six of your spots, and then just figure you're it out if you're not playing Holland. Right. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It just it looks too easy, the lineup I came up with. I just it's think probably, that it's he, probably, Ryan, it's probably the lineup I currently have. <laughs> yeah, pro- probably. Um, there's also think, one that – sorry, no, go ahead. Even even if Johnny isn't a fullback – or sorry, a wingback. He played as a fullback last week. They went with uh, four defenders. Wolves did. Like at 4,400, I feel like he almost has, you know, sure there's no set pieces, but it's kind of like the same floor as those Newcastle guys. Um, like home against Fulham, away to Brighton. Like why are we just plugging in 10 fantasy points for these Newcastle guys? How many corners <laughs> are they going to get? It... Um, Look. Like I'm Johnny like... has a good floor. He gets off the field. It's not like he's like a center back playing fullback. Like he's going to get no, off the no, field. No, no, I he's agree with you. Like up. I do like Johnny. I wrote about him. Jordan mentioned Johnny. So like I'm with you. They're like it's close, but you know, I like, know he doesn't take set pieces, and that's you know that's right, everything. For, for but... cash, like like okay, Johnny could still score two points in this spot, and it that's that's going to happen like more than just a few times. Whereas. You know, those, those Newcastle defenders with set pieces, they still probably should get 10 points. I mean, probably. Um, so, I mean, are, yeah, are like for cash, sure, you probably though? just play them. No, you, you're why never we, sure. Why are we giving them 10 points? I mean. They, Let's look back at last season. The last they take five, set pieces. I don't know. They, at, at Burnley, end of last season, Target had 4.7 points. Uh, how, many, North, how many How many? did he have against points. Arsenal? I mean, that was a home match. We're, we're talking home <laughs> against away. We're talking as a favorite or an underdog. How many did he have against Arsenal? I just, I don't remember. He, well, he had, he took 17 crosses and had 11 corners. <laughs> That's not going to happen again. Why not? not? What if they go down? Hey, what if they go down one, nothing? Newcastle is going to dominate for 80 minutes and he's going to score 18 points and you're going to lose to everybody that played him. So are you rostering Welbeck and the no, two Newcastle just fullbacks? This is, cash. is that just okay. cash? Yeah, what if Fulham score early and then Johnny sends in 10 crosses from open play? What if? Okay, well, I mean, <laughs> I guess. All right, I'm just I'm just saying it's not it's not automatic. I like hey, I know, I agree. I just said Brighton I don't know are but a good defensive what, team. what Ryan Adam what Ryan is saying is correct. If you looked at the distribution of outcomes of a long-term sample, and simulated it out, Trippier and Target have much more normal distributions, which means their mean projection is more likely to be hit because more of their outcomes are closer to it. Johnny, if you look from a long-term sample, you don't game log watch. You don't say, well, let me take a look at home games that do this, and that's because that's not the correct way to do it if you're a data analyst. You actually simulate it out. Johnny has more twos and 20s then he does close if you if you said that johnny had a seven point median and trippier and target have 10 point medians like johnny scores two a lot more times than trippier target score two 
Johnny yeah. may score 14. Like his range of outcomes is wider. Are he's a lower median also. He's last cheaper season, as well. Though? Are you basing this off of last season? No, basing it. We don't play anything for... off of last season. You right. base it off a long-term sample of running all of the stats. I don't know how many twos Johnny has had, though. He's always been a pretty it's solid a... player. Adam, you don't do data analysis by analyzing results. You do data analysis by running simulations. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter how many. If you if you should never, and I'm I may be highlighting things that you do that you shouldn't be doing. There are 38 games played last year. And if you say, okay, uh, I'm going to go and see uh, how many times Johnny scored more or less than seven, and then base your decision on if he's going to go over or under seven on a bet like that, that is not the right way. That is, that is, that is why people lose at betting. Like you should be analyzing. There are certain games, certain, like it's all noise. Like every game is different. So in soccer, you have to take, what has Johnny done? And you have to take Johnny's stats from when he wasn't even on Wolves. You have to take Johnny, you have to take Wolves' stats as a fullback when Johnny wasn't in the lineup and had as a fullback play in that system. You have to do all of that. Now, do I do all of that? Of course not, right? But that's what you would have to do. So making making things like, well, let's take a look at 38 games last season and how many times Johnny put up two. Well, here he put up, here he put up 4.7. Here he put up 19 point, like that. That doesn't, none of that means anything. It's not last season. It's 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 it's, it's this game right now. And the distribution of outcomes between Trippier and Target versus Johnny is clearly more normal for Trippier and Target because of their set piece floor. Like it's clear. It's not. It's like this. Is, you don't have to do any data analysis to know that that guaranteed set piece points when they get them is going to make your range of outcomes narrower. What if it's also clear to me that Wolves are in a better spot home against Fulham than Newcastle are at Brighton? That's That's already considered in it. That's is it considered though? Those guys are priced the same as they were last week in the opener. Okay, so you're. I'm taught. We're talking for cash games. Yeah. So Adam, like I was just gonna say for GPPs, I agree with you, Adam. That's why you play Johnny in GPPs. Adam, right like exactly because newcastle like, newcastle ceiling is lower which means if you're jamming in if trippier is going to be 48 percent in I'm the gonna, field gpp you fade him i'm gonna join the cash game with you in it i'm gonna use johnny and i'm gonna be you that's how it's gonna go <laughs> i mean you, you could I'm not say so not like, to use johnny i'm saying right. in a construction without holland there's no reason not to not to what am I? What am I supposed to do? Leave money on the table? I mean, like, like, do here's the question. Here's this would be the question: Do you play Gibbs White at sixty six hundred, or Rodrigo at fifty three hundred? But with Rodrigo, you get Trippier, and with uh, with Johnny, you get with the other you get Johnny or Ederson. Like, I had let's say you're able to play, play Ederson. Right, it's like one or the other. It's like what's the trade-off? It's not just a one v one. I mean, I'd still play Gibbs White, but in that situation. But, uh... but let's say you're playing Gibbs White and Holland in your lineup. I, yeah, like, would you trade out Gibbs White for Rodrigo in order to, in order to get Trippier versus Johnny? The question may be no, no for GPP because you're not playing Gibbs White for a ceiling. You're playing Gibbs White for a floor. You'll play Bamford in that lineup for a ceiling. So really the question is not 
which one is better. It's which format are you playing? And in cash games, you want the players with the highest median projection to have the narrowest range of outcomes versus playing guys that have high variance. Variance is positive for you in GPPs. It's negative for you in cash games. So the whole argument we're making here is that the Newcastle forwards, even in an away matchup against Brighton, are more likely to hit their median than Johnny is to hit their median, regardless. But from a ceiling perspective, Johnny has a wider range of outcomes, so it makes more sense to play a lower-owned Johnny and a cheaper Johnny in GPP. Yeah. Um, no, I, I agree. I, you know, Adam, I see what you're saying. Like, uh, So, Johnny was pretty good last year in that it is a, it is a small sample and it was we you know we, we were surprised to see him you know crushing He's off two acl injuries consistently like that yeah but you know we've been playing johnny for years i mean since i started playing soccer dfs i remember jordan joking about him on, on podcasts like he was you know in conversations back then he was incredibly inconsistent back then i see what you're saying though like a player can change, you know, there's a new, new manager, new team. Like, is he better now for DFS than he used to be? You know, maybe even probably, but it's still, the sample is still way too small. And like, just like, yeah, everything Jordan said, the, the range of outcomes is just much wider than guys with set pieces where it just doesn't make sense really for cash games. I mean, he's yeah, still like, I mean, I see what you're saying, though. Like, I, I like that spot better than Newcastle's spot. It but... also depends what you're doing with the extra thousand, fifteen hundred. Right, right. It's not a one v one. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, a defender. I mean, we could go down here. Uh, the one th- I noticed on the odds, like we have some weird odds for the the Leeds fullbacks are uh, surprisingly high for some reason. Uh, so if you if you follow odds, you can get both. Uh, you can get Christensen at plus 700 to score, and you can get Diego Llorente at plus 850 to score. So if you want to plug those guys in for goals, uh, there you go. <laughs> Jordan's like, what? Yeah, why Why are those odds like that? That has to be <laughs> I don't know. Something Something seems wrong. It uh, normally would be like plus 1,800 or something. I mean, like, I yeah. mean, it's not even close. Yeah, like yeah, they're they're even above uh, Shane Duffy here at plus one thousand. Oh, okay. Yeah, no one can be above Shane Duffy. Yeah, that, that okay. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, I guess we gotta we gotta mention Zinchenko here. We didn't talk about him. Six thousand, not in cash games, any GPP. Uh no, no, I'm getting some. Yeah, yeah. Definitely not in cash games, but even in GPP it's tough, but but I think it's okay with Arsenal. Like he was more, much more forward than I thought he was going to be. And that makes sense with Ben White at right back. So like, I think that would happen again. Um, Zinchenko can score and he can assist. I mean, we just saw it. So I would probably, you know, pair it with Arsenal guys, but yeah, you know, I think it's fine because I, you know, I'm not in love with the Newcastle guys and I don't see many people rostering Zinchenko. So it's fine for tournaments. I see this guy in chat. Sorry, I just saw it. all this Callum Wilson and and Newcastle talk. I guess we didn't really mention Callum Wilson. Well, yeah, I'm just not... have the Newcastle fullbacks with them. There you go. Yeah, right. I, I'm just like this guy's 
I agree. Wilson's been good and Newcastle have been great. Yeah, I agree 100% with this guy. I'm just not really targeting that game. It has a low total. We know last year, I mentioned this last year and Adam, Adam rips on me for it, but I don't love playing guys at Brighton. Now, you know, we saw a couple times, of course, they, <laughs> they give up three or four, whatever, but it, it, it seemed to work out most of the time too. Uh, if, you know, if you want to play Wilson and your, your Newcastle guys, the argument is that they'll be pr- very low owned. So yeah, it is fine in GPPs. It's just not a spot I'm really looking at. You know, Brighton allowed 23 goals in 19 home matches last season. Um, so I think the cheapest fullback we're getting here is Pascal strike again, everyone's favorite. Uh, he had, he had a floor of 7.1 last match, but he's 3,400. I guess, I mean, I guess you have to be born with the guys down here for fullbacks, but no one's really looking at them. Uh, anyone else that stands out, you guys want to play here? Uh, down there, down. I just, I'd rather play this, the Man City center backs. Yeah, yeah, Ruben Diaz, pretty cheap here, 3,500 when you're considering the 60% clean sheet chance. He should be 4,000-something, so. Yeah, same. Give me, the, give me the Man City uh Center backs. Yep. Yeah. All right. Goalkeeper. We mentioned Ederson. So it's but there's it's, no other person to mention. It's it seems like <laughs> if you if you don't go Holland, you're going Ederson, correct? But if you or don't whatever, go, uh, Ederson is is a thousand underpriced on this slate. Like based on the dynamic pricing, like they always price it like this. Man City are ninety percent win chances, sixty two percent clean sheet chances. Ramsdale is what is a hundred, what a hundred cheaper than Ederson. It's almost funny that he's only a hundred cheaper. That right. Makes 62% win chances, 38% clean sheet chances. So like from a perspective, like, like Ederson should be, should be what? 6,800 on the slate in comparison to those yeah. odds. I mean, to me, it's very clear that like you're either playing Ederson or you're paying all your, your, there's no point in anyone else. I mean, obviously in GPP, Whatever, who knows what happens. But in cash games, I think you're going Ederson or you, and if you go down, go down to whatever. It really doesn't matter. Probably Danny, if you're not playing, people probably won't play Arsenal in cash. So you're playing, uh, you're playing uh, Danny Danny Ward. Ward. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I, I agree. Definitely Ederson. I would play Ederson. Ederson's underpriced Ederson. Yeah, I agree with all that. I would not. I would not play Danny Ward in cash. I mean, at least try to get up to, to Pope or or Rodak or someone. Yeah, I mean, I know anything can happen, but I just I don't want to get killed when when Lester lose three nothing. At least you think those other guys can come away with a clean sheet. How about Travers? How about why don't you just play Travers and just hope for a ton of saves? Yeah, so that's that's okay. That that'd be more okay. That'd be that'd be more okay. Well, why can't that be the same with Ward? Why can't Arsenal have like <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, it can be, it's but it's you're the same just, argument. Not, I mean, I don't like doing that, that like, myself. Well, you're in. I know you're you're in that like sort of in between land. Then, like, I don't even like playing Travers. Like, I know people do, but like, you got to be sure they're gonna just face a ton of shots and and hope they don't. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I think I just put together a popular uh, cash lineup here. Uh, let me know what you guys think. So we got, we got Holland and Arebo at forward. We got JWP and Pereira at midfield. We got Cancelo and target at defense. We got Ederson at goalkeeper, Lavia utility. That's $300 left. 
That sounds reasonable for a Holland cash lineup. That, that feels like it's going to be a lot of people are kind of be going to that. No, but that'll be that. But that's a reasonable cash line. Well, I mean, based off what you guys are talking about, I mean, Holland will probably be fifty or something percent in cash games. Given not the, in, probably minor. not in the high stakes. Not in high stakes, but right. Okay. Well, that I, I, yeah. that's all I care about. I don't. I, wonder... I do not think the Holland lineups are are. I personally, I maybe I'm wrong. I that's kind of the only except, way you can go. Saramac and Redcoat and and Ben Pugh all have Holland in their lineup, and they kill me or something like that. I I but wonder I, what. Okay, so here I'll give you one. I'll give you one because this this actually works kind of perfect. Um, so Pereira, Ward, Prowse, right? Gibbs, White, Arebo, like plug plug those four in. Plug in the best plug Ederson and Target. So you got six. You got those six, right? Then this is this was the two v two I was talking about. It'd be easy to just go, you know, I'm not trippier, and then you see what you get. But if you wanted Halland, you just have to play Ruben Diaz. So like, you know, what's the better two v two, Halland or Ruben Diaz or Neto and Trippier? Yeah, but I don't think you played Neto at a midfield only at 8,200. Yeah, but so so who are you playing? That's why I asked earlier about. I'm anxious to hear who you're playing in the flex because the flex. Well, that's why I said I think the flex the flex ends up with me either playing the third defender or someone like Jack Grealish. Yeah. Okay. I I Grealish I like. I worry that three defenders even for cash. I I, wor- I would maybe want a little more upside. I don't know. Like I like Neto's chances of scoring 25. Like it just bails you out a little bit, and the defenders probably aren't going to do that. Cancelo can obviously for the for the lineup you just put in Ryan. Uh, this is for cash games. This is all cash games here. Um, so you put Holland in your utility. Would you rather have Lavia than Arebo uh, in cash games? How are you ending up with Holland in your utility in cash games when we don't want to play any forwards? This well, that was just what he came to. Like, he was putting together a lineup. He's like, you can put Diaz in. Sorry, yeah, it was Holland. because I had Gibbs, White, and Arebo, and I was just looking at it 2v2. Two, two two. Yeah. Um, Do you guys I like Gibbs, White, and Arebo more? Um, I guess Arebo, I don't think he's necessary. obviously. He's the third midfielder. To me, Pereira, Ward, Prowse, and then if you need the utility on Lavia, then then but that's more than Holland lineup. Yeah, so like I'm again, not prioritizing like, Lavia. So I think it's fine, uh, Adam. But again, it's the same thing. Like I like, even though like Joe Arebo is not a cash player, Adam Armstrong is not a cash play. But them against Lavia, like. Armstrong and Arebo have the chance at 25, like, and you right. just win cash. So you, you no, have to Armstrong pay 1300 more. You have to pay 1200 more for a chance to just win. So like, I like those, like, like Neto, like a guy that's not going to be crazy popular. If the rest of your lineup is really good and you're not making mistakes elsewhere and you have a guy with a floor and upside where if they, if they score, you just win cash. Like I, I like adding in a little bit of upside. All right, Neto is Ryan's guy. Jordan, who is who is your guy? Oh, my guy? I, yeah. I need to have a guy? Yeah, your guy. Your guy. You know these people personally. You know, know Johnny personally. Pers- yeah. Oh, I do. Who's my guy? Maybe maybe, maybe it's... Uh... I think it's Target. That's your guy. No, why, why would Target be my guy? Maybe it's Alexa, maybe, maybe Alexis McAllister 
Ah, uh, yes. We tur we turned you off of him, so he's probably going to score now. So right, forty nine hundred. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's still on PKs. So yeah. All right, because right, that I'll get the bailout PK. That's exactly. Yeah, he'll have one and a half points through eighty three minutes. It happened. It happened last season, towards the end of last season. I remember he was like chalk one week, and he ended up playing defense and got the PK bailout. <laughs> yeah. All right, I think that's all we got. We uh, we discussed everything. We had a ten minute conversation on Johnny, uh, which is always fun. <laughs> last week it was, I think it was Bournemouth. And I don't know, whoever, Southampton. But that's all we got. So, rotowire.com, the entire show, if you're watching on Twitter, watching on YouTube, rotowire.com slash soccer trial. You can get our cheat sheets. As you can see, we have cheat sheets for everything. We got we got an interleague slate that starts, I believe, at 2.30 Eastern today. So, that's coming up shortly. We got Bundesliga. Bruce Dortmund's playing. We got Liga MX. We got it all. Just scroll through that. And... Yeah, free 10-day trial, rotoware.com slash soccer trial. But like and subscribe. Make sure to like this video if you're watching on YouTube. I see we got 20 live viewers right now. So thank you for watching. Make sure to give us a thumbs up. Ryan is at Ryan Balanji on Twitter. Jordan is at Blender HD. And as usual, you can find us on our Discord. Uh, of course, you got to be a member. So get that free 10-day trial. Check that out. And we always have some good conversations Saturday morning. But... Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Jordan. We will see everyone next week for another DFS DraftKings discussion. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. Good luck.